be careful in the words that come words have meaning oh absolutely they have meaning yeah. you can't just say things to people whatever the heck you feel like saying and then be mad when you get a negative response for it unrighteousness needs to be stopped in right. your relationships right. you know uh, that could be speaking ill right. of each other and right. that kind of stuff you know stop all unrighteousness right rejoice in what you know to be true about that other person right you know? This is the Way to Go podcast, and we are about faith, family, and daily life. We're about taking God's Word, breaking it down, making it practical to everyday living. Now, if you want to watch the show, you can actually go to Eagleville Bible Church. Just go to YouTube, type in Eagleville Bible Church. You will find it on the Way to Go playlist. But again, faith, family, and daily life, this is what we're all about. Welcome to the Way to Go podcast. I am Bill McMahon. Along with me is Mark Hosteller, both pastors from Eagleville Bible Church, talking a little bit about love, just having Valentine's Day a few days back. Uh, it says in 1 Corinthians 13 is the love chapter in the Bible. That's how it's known. And 4 through 7 gets right to it. Mm-hmm. It says that love is patient, love is kind. Love does not envy, it does not boast. It is not arrogant, it is not rude, it is not self-seeking, it is not irritable, it does not keep a record of wrongs. Love finds no joy in unrighteousness, but rejoices in the truth. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. I love so, it. I, I think it's a yeah. phenomenal definition of what love really is. Because again, sometimes we... I do believe love cannot be devoid of feeling. Like, I think we should care about each other. Like, I think there should be something in our heart that's bothered. If, if we know somebody that we love is going through hard times, I think that should touch our hearts. That's something we should be concerned about, right? Because we really love them. We have that that feeling, you know, in our heart. I don't think it should be devoid of like, I'm going to do his best for you, but I really don't care. <laughs> Not one bit. I don't think that's, that's how it should be. No way. Um, so yeah. I, love, I love this definition. I think it's fantastic. I think it's... Uh, um probably one of the the most recognizable parts of all of scripture you know you right. hear it in in weddings you hear it in, you know in these ceremonies uh renewing the vows and that kind of stuff um and especially on the heels of going through valentine's day i think it's appropriate to talk about okay so we just spent this season uh, uh thinking about love now how do we live it out right. now how do we apply it and right here God gives us a definition of how to apply this to our lives, you know, be patient, be kind, you know, Uh, these things are challenging too. Well, I think it's a good start. I mean, it starts right out the get, be patient, because what are we a lot of times? We're not patient. Oh my goodness. We want to get things done right now, and if it's not done right when we think it should be, uh, sometimes we could lose our cool and we could get impatient with people. We could say things that we shouldn't say. I think the patience of just, even communication takes patience. Absolutely. Because sometimes they didn't really, either A, they didn't hear you at all, B, they didn't hear you right, C, they don't really understand what you're talking about. Uh, you know, we're trying to talk to people sometimes around corners. Uh, we're trying to talk to them mm-hmm. as we're walking away. Uh, and th- then we wonder why they didn't, oh, I got to say it again. Well, yeah, but you weren't communicating clearly to start with. Uh, that could cause or lead to impatience. If somebody's yeah. not right there when you want them to be, they didn't show up right when you wanted them to show up. Yeah. They they did, They did. forgot to get at the store what you asked them to get. All these things. I mean, I think that yeah. patience has to come in and be a and part I, of that. I, I don't think... You know, when we think of patience, we think of some, you know, maybe like waiting for a long time for something, you know, I don't think that's necessarily what it's talking about. It's just talking about uh, having a a heart that believes the best about that person and just being patient with them, you know, Uh, knowing that we're all works in progress. You know what I mean? We're all works. uh, Well, in verse five, it says not to be irritable. Right. 
so you were just talking about, you know, when you, somebody's talking and, and you get snappy, you get right. quick with them, you get, right. well, the opposite is that to be patient. Right. Well, you know? I mean, patience yeah. means long views. I mean, basically bottom line, I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's, you can, and I think also you were saying patience as far as waiting for someone to grow in their life, waiting for them to mature, uh, waiting for them to get it. I know in some of my other relationships, not including my wife, uh, there are times where, yeah, I mean, you got to be patient and just give yeah. God a chance to work on that person's life, get them to figure things out. Because I know for me, uh, when I was, let's say in my twenties to thirties to where I'm at now, I mean, I didn't always have the same views. I mean, I've definitely migrated in some of my thinking, not biblically, but uh, you know, on how I dress, coming to church on Sunday morning, so on and so forth, what's important to me. Yeah. You know, these things have changed for sure over time, but it takes patience to allow people to get to that point. But mm-hmm. when I'm thinking about my everyday relationship with my wife and kids, yeah, don't, don't get impatient if they're not out helping you right away, or if they forgot to do something or they, right you know, didn't text back mm-hmm. right away. You know, maybe your friends don't text you back right away or just don't, you know, be patient, be patient. Right. Yeah. And I, I love that the, he starts this with, with fruits of the spirit, you know, right. that when the Holy spirit lives in us, we we've come into a relationship with Christ. Right. It says that uh, the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, right. You know, and right. no, that's one of the fruits that you have God living in. You're trusting in the Holy Spirit throughout your day is that you're going to be patient, not only with your wife, uh, but because I love you, Bill, I'm going to be patient with some of the things that might irritate me. I can't right. think of any right now, right. but when it comes same up, with me. Yeah, you right. know, I hope this is a vice versa thing. This isn't just talking about my wife and children and my family. This is talking about people in general right. when they're out in the grocery store. Be patient and, with and, people. And, and when be, you're impatient, be kind, because love is kind. Yes. It does not envy. I mean, when you really love someone, you're not jealous that they did well. You're patting them on the back. You're yes. thrilled that they did. Right. You're not You're not sitting around like, why do they, how come they got the credit, or how come they, you're just happy they did. That's right. You know what I mean? You're happy they're successful. You're happy Absolutely. it went well for them, because that that's what you want to see for mm-hmm. them. You don't boast. You don't sit around and talk about how great you are, because when you love someone, it's not about you. It's not about you telling them about you. You know, me loving you doesn't include me telling you about me. (laughs) Do you know what I'm saying? Like me loving you is me talking about you and me finding out about you and me caring about you. Interested about, yeah, right, yeah. yeah. Not not Um, be boasting and bragging. I think think this this second point too is really important. I mean, this, this kindness. So one of the things that really challenged me is my wife brought it up one day. She says, hey, so I noticed that Sometimes you'll you'll go out of your way to help somebody when you're at work or when you're around other people, but you won't do the same for me. Right. And I'm like, man, she's right. And she nailed it. You know, sometimes we have to be careful. The closest people to us right. can miss this one. Right. Kindness. Are you kind to each other? You know what I mean? Uh, right. I think and, opening and that, doors for each other right. or carrying things for them. Hey, you know what? Let me let me get that, you know, dishwasher. Let me, you know, be kind. Go out of your way right. to be kind. And it's know? not rude. And it goes right along with being kind in verse yeah. five. You know, it's not rude. And sometimes, you know, my wife will say, like, I was helping her paint. And I was happy to do it, thrilled to do it. For some reason, she thought I wasn't happy to do it. I don't know why. And I asked a question early on about like this one room is kind of like a middle room between two other rooms. And and I was like, it's been full of boxes every time I go up there. They say it wasn't recently. I didn't see it at that point. I always see it where I'm like, okay, when we get all this project done, when we put all this back together, 
will this then go back to a normal room? It's just a question. I mean, I've hardly seen the floor in that room since Michaela was there. I used to bark about it then. And then, you know, my daughter came, lived there, and she had all her stuff stored there. Then Luke moved in. He had all his stuff stored there. So I'm just curious about it, you know, because right. I know a lot of changes. So apparently, well, that didn't go across well. And so, you know, maybe I said it the wrong way, but then she's got this thinking all day long that I don't want to be there and I don't want to help her. And I'm thinking, this is great, man. We're getting stuff done. <laughs> I'm happy to be here. I'm happy. To. But I guess that just comes across where, okay, well, I must have said something, yeah. you know, maybe maybe you consider it rude. I don't know if that'd be the word Sharp. or maybe questioning yeah. or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it says it's not not irritable. It's hard mm-hmm. not to be irritable when you're tired. Oh, man. Because when you're that's, tired, you get irritable. Yeah. And that's usually when I really want to shut up. Like even in a, in a meeting the other day, we were all in, and just something came across to me the wrong way, and I just settled myself down. I'm like, I just came back very calm, you it's, know. It's just a, being yeah. very calmly addressed it or explained it and didn't get, like, the initial response sometimes is, I'm going to bite your head off right now and right. see how this feels. But then you're like, no, don't just... Calm down because you already know you're tired and you're a little grumpy because you've been up late and you've been up early and you know so you're you're catching at both ends of the day. Well, what you've you done, Bill, and so yeah. you have to be at this time because you got to realize love. No, you can't get can't get irritable. You got to let these things just be calm, yeah. be calm, be kind, be nice, right? Be calm. Yeah, I appreciate that because you're right. you are demonstrating right now through that story what love practically looks like, right? that was a loving thing you did right you withheld and you went along with your sermon series you know about speaking you didn't just be quick to speak you know no you were you just were calm right all right i'm gonna watch my tongue here so i appreciate that yeah no i mean Uh, it definitely has challenged me i think you know that whole sermon series has anyway but reading proverbs has and don't even today i was thinking in another conversation don't repeat the matter repeating the matter separates close friends something upset me i'm like well i talk about it Mm. Why say anything about it? You mm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Eat it, move on. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? So I've like, been like really, yeah, the sermon series has helped me a lot. But again, not being irritable and also not keeping a record of wrongs. Oh, not keeping that record oh, of, well, gosh. you did this, you did this, you did this. Like when we were little kids, you know, anybody, any of the brothers did something. Well, that chalks up another one. That chalks up another one. And yeah. we had this whole litany of stuff that we could repeat to the other. Well, I'm going to if you tell on me, then I'm telling on you. And when I tell on you, I have a list like this. And then they could recite all the things they had against you. And constantly we're like, that chalks up another one. Yeah. That chalks up another one. Yeah. And, and that's how some people are. It's like, yep, that chalks up another offense and I'm going to, I'm going to not forget about it. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. It's like putting a shackle around somebody and holding them uh, to what they were doing right. way back there. You know, you ever get into these arguments? Uh, it could be with a spouse. You, you're talking about one thing. Let's say, I'm, again, I'll bring up the dishwasher. Let's say, hey, you loaded a dishwasher wrong or something like that. And in a minute of time, you're talking about something that happened five years ago. Right. You know, and it's just bringing up old things and bringing up, yeah, well, you do this and you do that and you do this and you do that. And it's right. like, it's exasperating. Right. You know, you, you, um don't do it's it. It's not good for love. Don't do it. Yeah, I, I know that. I mean, love. because no, but you uh, could be out with your spouse yeah. and be out for the nicest time and then bring something up from the past. And, or, oh, yeah, well, yeah, I remember when you used to, you know, I was the only person in the room you'd pay attention to or the only person. And you're right. like, right. why are we talking about why, this right where, now? Where are like, we going exactly, here? Exactly. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> right. why are we going this direction? No. Like, you know, we're out here for a nice time and all of a sudden we're throwing something up and it's offensive. And then you're, of course, 
you know, going back to being patient or whatever, but yeah. you can really shut down a conversation. Oh, it, I mean, you say something click. negative, you say something, you're just throwing out there, throwing something up in the past. It really is a nice time. People are just trying to say nice things. You know, all of a sudden you throw this ugly comment and you turn that conversation in that direction. It's not good. It isn't. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's hard to overcome that. Honestly, it really is. Even though you try to be patient and kind right. and loving, it, it is really hard to overcome right. that and to get back to, Hey, you know what? Let's just talk about something else right. that's light, you know, lighthearted right. uh, and just get back to being friends again right. and, you know, be well, okay. Here's one thing why we're on the subject. I think in marriage too, let your spouse finish their statement. Because mm. the other day I was saying something going a real positive direction and wanted to say something really positive. And all of a sudden, man, something got thrown at me. Like, okay. Mm. And I'm like, so I, I shut up for the next 30 minutes. Yeah, but isn't I true say, love I when say, they finish? I say one word. When they finish your sentences? Isn't yeah, that yeah, true exactly. love? <laughs> yeah. It wasn't even that. Right. It was just like, no. I'm like, why are you, why did you say that? Like, mm -hmm. you know, I'm sitting here trying to say something positive and really nice. And you're bringing up just this negative source by. And I always believe this. Do not, te do not ever tease thing, people about things that might be true. Don't tease your spouse about something that you know is a sore spot mm. that you've complained over and over and over again. And then all of a sudden you're out to dinner and maybe you're always saying, well, how come you didn't get this done? Or how come you didn't paint yeah. that room for me? Or right. how come you didn't? And all of a sudden you're out for a nice dinner and you're throwing up that they didn't paint the room yet. Maybe not the time for that. Yeah. It's you know like a I mean? sarcastic maybe, Yeah. Singer, it's you know? just kind of yeah. like, right. but, but I was just joking. Yeah. But you're joking on a sore spot. You're joking on something right. that you're on my, you're on me about all the time. And it's just, yeah, it takes it a whole different direction. Well, I think that's it, where, you know, why are we remembering that right now? Isn't know? that unloving? Because we're talking about being rude now. We're talking right. about being self-seeking. We're talking about being irritated. Right. Those are unloving things, you know? I think you um, have to also consider yeah. where your spouse is at at the time. You know, if mm -hmm. your spouse is really tired and really down and really maybe discouraged about other things, not the time to be piling on. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's just not. True. And, and again, when you're loving, we, we talk so much about words. And it's, again, it's helped me. Sometimes it's just best, just think about it one half second before it comes out of your mouth, how that's going to affect that person. If Quick you would just listen, filter right? it yourself, just <laughs> filter it, or just let the person make a, a, a positive statement on their own where they're coming to a realization that, hey, they want to make a change. That's where I was at at one point. I was just trying to make a, an acknowledgement of an area I want to change. And then I'm getting picked on on the same area that I'm about mm, to talk about. Yeah. Now I'm not going to talk about it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I never right. did. I never did finish the statement. I never did talk about it because I just felt like, okay. You know what I'm well, saying? And, and again, we have, to, we have to come back to foundational things. So I got to believe the best about her. You know what I'm saying? I got to believe the best about you. I got to believe right. the best first. Right. We, we come at them with, you know, they're guilty uh, until proven innocent, right. you know? And it's like, that's the wrong way to put it. I mean, you... Yeah, that too. You I, know, again, uh, care. Just caution. You know, be careful in the words that come... Words have meaning. Oh, absolutely. They have meaning. Yeah. You can't just say things to people whatever the heck you feel like saying and then be mad when you get a negative response for it because I'm I'm going to be one why are you saying it why are you bringing it up yeah you know what I'm saying why are you saying something hurtful like I I don't get it I don't yeah. to me personally I think that you know you you look at this yeah you got to be kind uh you got to be you know you're not be rude not be self-seeking and want to throw one little dig in right. that's on your favor. This says love finds no joy in unrighteousness, rejoices in the truth. And that's where you're talking about the trust part of it. That's it. Where yeah. you're going to believe the best about somebody. Exactly. You know, now this isn't, 
uh, tolerance for wrong behavior. This right. is that's not what rejoicing in truth. You know, unrighteousness needs to be stopped in right. your relationships. Right. You know, uh, that could be speaking ill right. of each other and right. that kind of stuff. You know, stop all unrighteousness. Right. Rejoice in what you know to be true about that other person. Right. You know, that's going to help all relationships right. all the time. Right. You know, um, we can be quick to judge other people right. and to judge their motives, you know, don't do that. Right. You know, uh, talk to them in a calm way. Hey, right. so, you know, uh, there's this exercise communication exercise where, so what I hear you saying is, right. you know what I mean? And you're trying to find right. what it is that they're really trying to say, you know, you're not assuming that they're, they hate you, right. you know, uh, it's, it's just a dangerous oh, yeah. thing. I, yeah. and, and even when you know they love you, it's not even the point, you know, it's just the point of you're agitating someone. You, you Just because you love someone doesn't mean you're not going to get agitated if they say something cross to you. I mean, if my wife knows I love her, it doesn't mean she's not going to get agitated if I have a rude tone or if I'm talking oh, down no. to her. It doesn't matter. You can expect the best of me. You know, I should expect the best of me. I need to watch what I say because you can, I told my, you should teach my kids all the time. You're the pace setter for this day. And when we were all getting together for Saturday morning breakfast, I said, every one of you has a chance to set the pace today. Mm -hmm. And if you come here to breakfast and you're, you're angry and you're being grumpy and you're saying things, guess what? You're going to upset the apple cart and the apple cart's going to be upset for the rest of that day. That's, that's a right? great point. So a don't, you don't want to yeah. start the days. And sometimes I've been guilty of upsetting the apple cart and just that cross tone or what have you. It also says in verse seven, I mean, for love, it bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Now, believes all things, I would say believing the best, you know, yeah. that's a hard thing to do. I think when you love someone, just a believing in that love, believing it's going to be there, believing people yeah. aren't going to let you down. I mean, I that's think that's, I, a, that's a hard thing. I'm telling you, Bill, this, this, these three verses are super challenging. Right. You know, we look at it and we think, man, these are beautiful. They got this sort of po poetic feel to it. Right. But you try to apply this on a daily basis right. once. I'm telling you what, this is challenging. Right. And actually, Jesus Christ is the one that exemplified it right. for all of us, right. you know. And so talk to him about it. You know in, what I mean? In any uh, relationship, too, dude, you're going to have to bear all things. I mean, you are you will have to put up with something because no one's perfect. That's right. And that, that's true of friendships, true of staffs, is true of any friendship, is true of there's mm -hmm. going to be something where they let you down, somebody else lets you down. Yep. You got to just deal with it. And I've been there a hundred times, I know. It just, okay, just swallow it, just swallow it, just swallow it. Yeah, yeah it bothered you, but just swallow it. And the more tired you are, the more things bother you too. And I think you got to realize that. Like if you're in a low cycle, you got to realize everything's going to be bothering you. So don't mm -hmm. put a lot of stock into your thoughts yeah. when you're in a low anyway, but because you know, some of it's winter, some of it's darkness, some of it's just tiredness. Some of it's, you know, we can't do as much outside. I mean, I still get mm -hmm. outside, but you know what I'm saying? You're not outside Absolutely. nearly as much right now as you are in the summer. Well, you don't have I, the light to be outside. Right. You don't have, I mean, there's a lot of reasons for that, but it's just when you're tired, don't let things get to you. It was one of the best pieces of advice you've ever given me. You know, when I first started on staff here, and we were talking, and you and you told me, you said, hey, be careful when you get right. tired. Right. That's when things go south. Right. You know, arguments are quick. You know, uh, temptations right. seem to lurk right. even more readily, right. you know, than normal. Yep. And you, you, you don't have the wherewithal to resist. Right. You know, because no. you're depending at that point, you're not depending, you're not thinking uh, properly, you're, and you're not depending on the spirit as much, honestly, right. because you're not thinking about it. You're just not. Uh, when you're constantly just depending on the Holy Spirit to, to help you clothe yourselves with these things, you know, right. um, 
you're in a good rational thinking mode, all of that. When you're tired, you're not. Right. You just need some rest. Right. Some of the most spiritual, well, some of the best spiritual practices you can do are take a nap. Right. Absolutely. Get a full night's rest. You yeah, know? you just need to go to bed uh, earlier, get more sleep. And did just, you eat dinner yet? Yeah, exactly. Go eat some dinner, you know? You're hangry. Because uh, it's not, sometimes we over-spiritualize it when, when, Really, we just need some food. Right. We need a good drink. Like you say, you need to go out and run, you know, right. exercise. Uh, oh, yeah, I did good last for night. Your body. I, I, yeah. I felt like a slug, but I still got to get out and exercise. I have to do it. But, you know, the hoping, you know, just being hopeful and enduring all things. Oh, man, in any friendship, you know, you got to be hopeful. You got to be hopeful things to come around. You got to keep praying for people. Be confident. And, you know, you just keep loving. You know, as you're, yeah. you're going to love your friends and love other people, you're going to bear with them. You're going to believe in them. You're going to hope for them you're going to endure all things you know and you hit a little snag or whatever you're going to endure it it's going to be okay challenging bill because i mean be careful in your relationship when you've lost hope right be careful seek counseling you know what i mean in your marriage yeah Yeah. in your relationship yeah in your marriage uh because life isn't hopeless right there's always hope you know and and man i we've had couples you know that just come to you and they just go man i'm hopeless and in, in a short amount of time, with some very simple steps, you can re, reboost hope into your right. marriage and right. relationship. Right. It's worth it. Right. You know, don't ever stop dreaming together. Don't ever stop hoping together for things. Don't ever stop believing the best about God right. and your relationship. Because, man, if you rely on God, you have 100% right. su- success in marriage. Well, let's face know? it. I mean, for a lot of us, too, you know, we do have it pretty good. Like, I have it really good in my marriage. I'm going to have it really good with my wife. Our kids are healthy. You talk to some people where they have children that are unhealthy. They suffer depression. They have all kinds of other issues that surround them all the time. Mm -hmm. And I wonder, I mean, uh, sleeping difficulties, the whole nine yards. And you wonder sometimes, I I look at people and everything they go through, everything they deal with, and they're here. They're enduring all things. They're hoping all things. They're bearing all things. They're still together through thick and thin. And that's really when it comes to the crux. You know, for some people, I mean, they're, they're, their load that they carry every day is far greater than mine. Yeah. And so when you think about what other people go through, sometimes you look at, yeah, I can get over my silliness. It's you know, inspirational. I can, right, really I can get over is. my silliness. Yeah. I can do better. Yeah. We appreciate you tuning in. First uh, Corinthians 13, 4 through 7, you can read the whole chapter too. It's a phenomenal chapter in the yeah. Bible. I highly encourage you to look it over, think it over, pray it through. You guys all have a great and a blessed week.